I'm Madison. I'm Megan. I'm Erica. And, and this, this is 30, Flirty, and Flailing. We're starting. This is us starting. Okay. Um, starting. Hi. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, today, we have a very special guest. Someone I realize I have known for 10 years, literally last month. We met 10 years ago last month. Uh, I studied abroad in Glasgow, Scotland 10 years ago, and I met my amazing friend, Joanne Thompson. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Um, Joanne is an amazing actor, actress, um, acting person. Maybe you've seen her on this season of Outlander. Yeah, she's Amy McCollum in a TV show. Uh, we have someone famous on the podcast! <laughs> <laughs> my mom and her best friend who listened to our podcast are big outlander fans and i didn't tell either one of them that you were gonna be on so um they're gonna be so excited oh my god how i'm really excited for them uh, yeah, I was like, you know, I was going to, I was going to text my mom and I was like, I'm just going to let her find out because I always forget number one, that she listens to the podcast. And then she she was like, how's your date? And I was like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? It'll be a good surprise. So surprise mom and Susie. Oh my God. Oh my God. People, I God. Know I agree. people never know who I am though. Cause I, I, I you know, like bangs in the 1700s and yeah. I have bangs because it's the cheapest Botox that there is. Oh, no. Oh, wow. That's And what you look like in Outlanders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because. Oh, yeah, we need to share that. Everyone was like, you don't look anything like that. I'm like, I look. Mascara. Yeah, because she's not wearing, you're not wearing like a lick of makeup. No. Well, they make it look like that. I mean, really. They just. And I have quite bad skin. So it was like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, do you, you're going to do more? Yes. And they're like, nope, that's you. And you're like, great. I'm going to go in front of like six million people looking at this. Um. Yeah, because I'll be quite far down because it's oh, okay. I'm gonna like, Google your name then. Outlander. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Outlander is definitely a show that this is it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I for all of the parents watch. Yeah. Uh, probably yeah. because they can afford oh stars. Oh, well, that's a hundred percent they have the package. <laughs> <laughs> Megan doing her research right now today, live on the podcast. Megan does her research. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is the worst picture ever of me that she's everywhere. Look at this face. Oh. We are we are obviously very professional on this podcast. Like that <laughs> <laughs> and do our research live in the moment. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Well, thank you for being here. Yes, thank you so <laughs> much. Um, Joanne has come to LA. I, I guess like this is like the fifth or sixth time mm-hmm. we've determined, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen each other a lot. I feel like we've gotten honestly closer. Yeah, because we didn't like study together. We weren't in the same exact class. So like we, it was a small, a small ass yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to describe to people like what RCS is? Like what real yes. Yes. <laughs> it's Royal Conservatory of Scotland. It's also where Sam Hewen went, like as in the leader of Outlander. And a lot, I basically... Outlander is like a a, a breeding ground a of, of graduates and um, because then I watched it I was like oh my god everyone is my pals um <laughs> so yeah I it's like it's got everything got a little bit of everything it used to be called the Royal Scottish Academy of Music and Drama because it was music and drama no, <laughs> but, um, now it's uh, the Royal Conservatory of Scotland which is awkward because you have to say the word arse 
when you describe it. Oh. No one thought this through. Yeah. Um, but RCS. Yeah, you now it's got ballet. <laughs> yeah, RCS. <laughs> it's got ballet and it's got like, um, you know, production and filming. So we got like ridiculously good cameras and everything for like showing. There's like a, a pyrotechnics in the theater oh, yeah, yeah. department. I remember wow. being and at the end of the year, they were like, oh, are you going to go see the pyro show? And I was like, the pyro? That's an like, option? Yeah. Either firework. And Inside. Skills. All indoors. <laughs> what? Inside a theater. This is <laughs> how sims die, people. True. Very true. It's just a simulation <laughs> there. <laughs> but Joanne was just talking about being a sim. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about being a sim a lot this week. I was like, my whoever is running my sims account is like this bitch is obsessed with outfits like her, it's <laughs> if you had outfits if you had the meter your self-awareness would be like this yeah my all the way full my little bubble all this week was just thinking about outfits wow my i i love my life in order to be able to sit down and play the sims that is like my ultimate goal <laughs> i mean i've never reached that point of relaxation you've in never a long time in a very long time okay although i did when i the, the last time or one of the last times i was in la uh me and my partner got high and played the sims which i very much recommend we made like a pool shaped like a cock and then drowned it and stuck <laughs> windows all around <laughs> oh my gosh um but they they're really hard to drown now they've like tried to make it difficult to kill them so you but you managed like you're a, managed. you're a sim murderer is like what you kind of relate um with. no i think yeah. in my in my in my in my late 20s to 30s I like to kill them but earlier I was I was all about do you know what it is I think I, I bought that like sim superstar thing where like you make them into a little film star and yes like film oh. I absolutely know what you're talking about she's gonna know way more than me because I don't it's I'm a, not a video game person the, it yeah. was like an extension so you would buy the sims and then you Pack, would have packages like sims movie star so then mm-hmm. you would get to be famous oh my god but that like did that make you want to be an actor? <laughs> no, I was, I, I'm ashamed to say I was playing this way later. Oh, this was like as this, an adult. This is an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess a teenager, like a sort of, yeah. Okay. Don't like to talk about that. No, I uh, now play a lot of Planet Coaster. Don't know if you know that. You build your own roller. Oh, we used to do Roller Coaster Tycoon back roller in the day. Roller Coaster Tycoon. tycoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same thing. Loved the roller coaster tycoon. Oh god, yeah. Wow. Right. It's get too complicated now because you need when you build the roller coaster, it's like all about the G force and it's really hard to get right. Like there's like max lateral G force, horizontal G force. Too, wow. too much. That's like a degree. They're like we got a gamer yeah. on our yeah. hands. I know. We got so, a fucking architect. <laughs> <laughs> we got an architect. Dude. Absolutely. <laughs> this is much more than just gaming. Because if point. you play that game, then you also get a degree to be like you can go yeah. build. Ro- yeah. This is why you want to go to Six Flags so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it makes sense. I'm like this. The design of this queue is not the one. No, it should have snaked this way because then you'll let more people like. This is I, that's the only gaming I like. I don't like shitting. I don't like why would I want to like go to work come home and like have people shoot at me I don't want oh, stress shooting, I shooting. like I'll chill we heard shitting <laughs> oh, I was like, what game you shit this is a thing this is a real problem I recently did I had to do a pitch a pitch for something I was writing that and the, and the catalyst for the whole thing is the pulse nightclub shooting uh, and then oh. I'm like 
and it's really tense, tense moment in this pitch, and I'm like, uh, a mass shooting in, <laughs> in, in Florida, and I, I was like, like everyone got poison, food poisoning at the club. <laughs> So I, I had to write it down. I had to write it with two giant O's, like giant O's. So it's shooting. Is that better? It is. And yeah. you know, mass shooting would happen in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And at a club, too. I know. 100%. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, and also something uh, fun is that ah, uh, Joanne, before she got to LA, was like, I really want to get up and I want to go to some open mics and like do stand up. And I was like, how about you just be on my show? <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm running a show tomorrow. And she's like, okay, <laughs> so you can do it. I'm, I'm going to yeah. be there. Oh my God. It's, I know, I know. And it's hot in here, you know, it's, <laughs> but also I told her I have never in my life prepared for a stand-up set as much as she has. So like, I have a Google doc. <laughs> exactly. And she was like sharing with me like her whole set and everything and there's a part where you say and everything was shut but I have and then my notes I'm like you have to say shut down or else we hear uh everything was shit and I was like well and then what um I'm gonna plug in my computer really fast uh sorry well that's great that you're prepared because I just went to a comedy show on Thursday and somebody came out and talked probably 10 words in five minutes and it was the longest five minutes of my life you think in your head that a treadmill five minutes is the longest five minutes of your life but no watching bad stand-up is the longest five minutes of your life oh god it's gonna be no i didn't mean to say you i'm saying that this was like anyone will do better than him and he still had the guts to go up there that's what i'm saying like i mean that's what i've experienced when i when i came to see um something like uh, your shows and then you know if you were doing like open stuff or whatever and I'm like what the fuck and also people are just like super so offensive it's like where have you been yeah um, that's what um, I'm that's why I'm like not worried about yeah. you and you're like you're theatrically trained yeah. you totally you know how to stand is, on stage and super, speak this person didn't know how to speak probably in real life and I'm, I'm not kidding wow. and didn't I go to open mics all the time and half the people didn't think about what they're going to talk about. They just get up and they like say shit for shock value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you are already way ahead of the game. Okay, okay, okay. You're going to be great. I, we were watching it. And we were like, literally the conversation we had in the car is a million times funnier than whatever this guy is saying on stage. So yeah. you are going to be amazing. Amazing. It's going to be fine. Okay. This, I, I feel like, like I'm like back that. in high school when, because I, because I went to like, you know, I went to acting classes and dance classes when I was at school. And everyone fucking in high school? Yeah. Tell us about your high school experience. Oh. You're like, what is? Oh. You went to arts high school? Jealous. No, 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 no. Get really mad. No. <laughs> I had I had normal run like state school, okay. and then when I was like in my late teens, I started going to like a like a stage school thing, sixteen hours oh, like, like, a week. So yeah, separate. Oh. I was basically my school seven days a week. Oh like, my god! Oh, wow. So it was like <gasps> fucking ballet body condition. It was it was well, but oh then God. everyone at school knew that I did this. So then anytime I had to get up and speak, they'd be like, "You'll be fine. You got a stage school." You know, people. But then that's this, pressure. Uh-huh, I, yeah, I feel like right now because you just said you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, 
okay listen worst case scenario two of the loudest people you've ever met in your life right here right and we're both gonna be at the show (laughs) you know what i mean she is such a good audience it's crazy you know this she says i love that for you No, hold on. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm literally shy. <laughs> I'm so shy. <laughs> well, actually, let's talk. Let's let's hear more about like your oh, growing up. School. I was just saying I wouldn't okay. hear about the youth. Oh, high school was not fun for me. <gasps> I was like horrendously bullied. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Stroke me, stroke me. And <laughs> yeah, when I was in so in primary seven. They asked me. And um, what is primary? Oh, seven? sorry. Yes, yeah, so that's like 11 years old before you go to high school. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't expect that. I expect that to be junior year. Anyways, well, okay, I, here, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, 11. And then you go to like high school when you're like 12. Um, oh. So, or like 12, 11, 12. And um, they asked you for some reason, like, is there anyone that you don't want to be in the class with in high school? And I said, yes. Bleep, bleep. And I'm doing your blueprint for you. Um, and I was like, and they were like, fine. Turned up high school first fucking day. And the only person from my primary schools in my class was this bitch. And which was fine because we'd fallen out. She was not a nice person. And then because needs must, we had to like get along. So we're like, okay, we'll get along. But then, oh my God, she turned on me massively. And then like, it was she was the most popular girl in school so whenever she liked me other people liked me but if she hated me everyone hated me oh that's hard it was that and then I remember one day she gave me this oh do you remember Sabina and the Teenage Witch like the the, the college Mm -hmm. the college version college version she has this red leather coat that she comes out of the college in and I think I've seen memes of this okay um so this girl I would get her hand-me-downs because I was um, oh. and so was she but she had like a farm she had like four siblings and oh. and she gave me one of these red leather like coat things and I was like oh my god I'm very spring in the teenage bitch. and I wore it one day that she hated me and she told everyone it was a hand-me-down from her and like got them to laugh at me and everything and I can remember being like no no I actually saw your hand-me-down and I went bought it somewhere else and she was like it's got the same button missing and I was like Oh no. <laughs> Wait, oh. I'm confused. She gave you the hand-me-down? When she liked and her family gave me the hand-me-down. Oh, yeah. I see. What a stupid thing. And then yeah, I and then yeah. I wrapped it up in my bag and I never wore it again. <gasps> you know what that is? Oh, That's like the Dolly Parton song, um, coat of many colors. Do you guys know that song? Joseph. No. No, no. Dolly Parton has a song because you know she grew up poor in the Appalachian Mountains and her mother that her mother made made a coat of many rags which she loved very much I'm getting there I'm getting to Dolly anyway <laughs> and and it's like you know rags and she loved this coat and she wore it to school and everyone made fun of her because it was like a coat of rags of many mm-hmm. colors but like she prided that coat and oh, loved see, I that coat that control lane I just I was for like sure. well I hate it now for sure that is the more I would say normal reaction Dolly Parton is just an angel on earth it's so an angel from heaven. Yeah. And you're, it's like you're so, yeah. so Dolly Parton's so sweet that she's unre- it's like unrelatably sweet you're normal yeah. to me. It's I true. would be like, okay, well, now I'm plotting against you for the rest of my life. 
they were like <laughs> they were like violent with it they were like her bigger sister like would meet me after school and like strangle me with my school time shit it was bad what yeah. wait that is a movie that's not that's just movie. bullying that <laughs> is assault the movie yeah. like stuffed in a locker vibe it was awful and then Strangled. and then well all the reason i started that was because it was bullied but it was like that was oh. that was in when i was like 11 a teacher bullied me i don't know what this bitch is probably erica was. can relate yeah oh, oh, I guess I can too yeah. we've all been bullied yeah. by at least one teacher Jesus I had one teacher that pulled me I I didn't want to wear a coat or something and she pulled me by the pigtail and, <gasps> and pulled me down to the ground and like shouted <laughs> my face and I had just stopped speaking I literally stopped speaking so my mom my mom got the advice to like go and send me to drama classes and that's why I started drama oh my god drama because of trauma yeah mm. drama, it's drama. always drama because of trauma <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah um, yeah but then and then it, i was a geek at school and it was never cool to geek until so in 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 scotland and in the uk i'm not in scotland at 16 in 16 you can leave school uh, and then there's a fifth year and a sixth year if you want to stay on bonus 18 <laughs> bonus yeah. You do like your hires and your advanced hires, like your things that actually get you into university. So all things the that actually matter. Left, so all the arseholes left. Yeah. All the people that didn't care about education left. And then seventeen and eighteen, my years were wonderful because I was. People were like, "Oh, you're the most one of the most intelligent girls in school. I fancy you, whatever." Oh, like, they oh, fancied nice. her. Yeah. I'm sure that that bleep bleep girl. You know, she was probably just like jealous. You know what I mean? I, mean, like I genuinely cool realized that now. And, and my mom would tell me that at the time. I'm like, what she about to jail us Because I just believed we know what she's mm, totally, saying. Totally, yeah. But she had like three three other siblings. And uh, I mean, we were pr- pretty poor, but I was an only child. So like anything, you know, and my mom and dad had, um, you know, uh, anything, they'd lived their life and stuff and they weren't well enough to work or whatever. So any money that like that we did have, they really genuinely wanted to put it into me, which was a yeah. very privileged thing. I know. Yeah. Um so but the other, you know, she she wouldn't get she wouldn't get piano lessons or she wouldn't get the right, right. Oh three other siblings. Which I, I did not have that overall your like, child perspective. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Absolutely. But now I'm like, oh that's it was 100 percent Even wow. if she doesn't know that. Also, I think I, I kind of had a bit of a, I'm sharing a lot now, <laughs> I, only, I think I've impressed this memory, but I remember at my grand's house when we were like uh, 12, 13 or something, having like a bit of a sexual experience. <gasps> oh! Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, I remember the feeling of it. And With this girl? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I completely forgot about that. Wait, wow. that, that's definitely why she bullied you too. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah, she yeah, thought never no, she got yeah, because I think we kissed. confused. But nothing I mean, just like overclothes, like we were just like kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's on honestly that like, that's only like in the last year that I remembered that and then so maybe that's got part of it. I think oh. so. Oh my gosh, wait, has anyone here and this is perfect for spooky season, has anyone here seen Jennifer's body? I've not of course. Iconic movie. It's, I only watched it for the first time yeah. last week and I was like, I watched So it. do you want to, you want to know something what's really sad about Jennifer's body is what? it was supposed to be like a feminist, like it has a lot of feminist overtones and undertones, Yes. but because um, Megan Fox was like the hot, hot girl at the time, they basically like advertised it as 
like a hot girl movie, like sexy girl movie. And so it got horrible ratings because male audiences, they did something with like, I don't know if it was like a porn site where they like advertised it a lot on a porn site or something like that. But a lot of males went to go see it and they were like, this movie fucking sucks. Like went over their head, like a lead balloon. And so it got terrible ratings and I was like, this movie sucks. And then it wasn't until I would say like the last few years that like girls are watching it again. And I noticed on TikTok, a lot of girls were like, wait, this movie rocks. It's literally about being essay and then like revenge and like all of that. So it's, it's such a good movie. And I remember when it came out, I was like, I like this movie a lot. It's It's like weird and funky and then like obvi- boys aren't going to like it. Like they're not going to get it. It's literally not going to register it's not at for all. Them. Yeah, they it literally them. isn't for them, but they made it. They packaged it and said, this is for you. Look, Megan Fox. And it was like, not at all that. So yeah. it, it was seriously underrated at the time, but it's a great movie. That's why I've never watched it because I thought it was that. And I saw, I think it was on YouTube. I saw a, a documentary sort of thing with the director who was so disappointed. Yeah. <clears throat> everything and it was so interesting you would love it so that shit oh that just shit makes me so angry and i'm experiencing this from like the writing site perspective now where i'm like god it's all and how you like market shit and who you put in the lead roles that like makes people have you know it it just makes what you think you're going to see valid oh it's just yeah uh, yeah well can i ask you more about that so a little context for everyone, you guys, everyone listening. Uh, Joanne wrote a pilot last year, two years ago. During COVID. During COVID. End of 2020. Yeah. yeah. You could you could not take it away. I just wanted to lead you there. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a pilot. I'd never written anything. Because when you're at drama school, like we do, we, we have like a week where it's like, oh, you know, make your own work. But there's this definitely in the UK anyway, I think there's a real um I don't know. It just there's a real what's that word? Hmm. Can't remember. Um, <laughs> I was Alexis Rose. I, I don't know. I become Alexis when I can't remember a word. Um, yeah, there's stigma. Stigma. Uh, there's a real stigma around making your own work because the assumption is. Well, well, the only reason you're really making your own work is because you're not getting the works. It's like there's a sense of shame in it. I mean, not not here. It's very different vibe here. But when you go for three years at drama school to get a degree and like that's the only route in and you're meant to be doing Shakespeare or you're meant to be doing all that stuff. Mm. It's like um, those who can't do right. That 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 is what I think goes on in the wow. mm-hmm. which is which is is bad. Um so people will like leave with this sort of like expectation where they're like, oh well, I'm not gonna have to do that because I'm gonna hopefully you know be consistently working and but and, and usually the writing as an actor comes out of well you just need time if I I wouldn't be writing if I was busy because I'm like I'd be going to set and I'd be going to rehearsals and yeah. I wouldn't have time you know I wouldn't have an extended two years of no work yeah to be, like in. to question shit which is what I had um, and I was quitting acting I was like fuck this this is shit. Um, and my friend Chess, who yes. um, is, was in our shout year. out to Chess, shout out to Chess Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's also just got a really big writing job, and I'm so excited. Congratulations! Yeah. So she she was going to write a horror movie, and she was going to a cabin in the woods. 
Mira, yes. um, who's also in our year. Mira! Mira. Um, and she was Shout like, I'm going to be alone in a cabin in the woods right in horror. Do you want to come? Because I'm going to scare myself. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I really think you should write this story that I, I told her about. And I was like, oh, God, okay, fine. It was, like, it was a trip to Norway, whatever, like for a month. Um, and yeah, I wrote this pilot. And that basically that first draft, it's sort of second draft. But that draft is now like one, like two big writing. Com- My first pitch ever I did was HBO. Wow! Yeah. So she won. That was insane. You won. You won two competitions yeah. with this pilot, yeah. and in one of the competitions, you are. She is in the process of optioning her pilot right now. Yeah, it's done. It's been optioned. Yeah, it's been optioned in this. Yeah, and then huge, yeah. this is huge guys. <laughs> that is great. Um, and then there's another to major networks company like um, that's a huge, huge production company that's come on board, and yeah. So now we're like. I've done the pitch deck and like now they're like just make a spreadsheet of like your top five cast and your top five directors and stuff and I'm like holy shit wow so what a dream yeah, so, so well, truly right. shout out to the horror film writer yeah, yeah to Chess mm-hmm. and Mira yeah. yeah and like what a dream team yeah. like and and they're both writing now and doing so so yes. well like, yeah, yeah I saw that Chess had like a sketch or some like dark comedy thing on BBC. BBC yeah. yeah. First question mm-hmm. on BBC. And she's got this huge write, writer's room job. Like she's absolutely killing. Because I guess you do, um, I, there must be something that filters through. Do you know what I mean? Like some just being an actor and reading all these scripts. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Because you can see it from both perspectives. Like, <coughs> excuse me. But I feel like the best writers are the people who have like understand what it's like to like, have to be able to like actually put it out into the world and make it like translate because like the written word can be so beautiful but it's being like looked at with your eyeballs but like in order to be able to like really translate it to mass audiences is so in like a digestible and palatable way is like so different so I feel like there's like they're two really like distinct skill sets but if you can merge the two it creates like way more of a beautiful result yeah and I think because and you what you had just mentioned too in telling that story is in that time you were like I'm quitting acting you wanted you were like I'm done I'm I'm done and so I feel like you let shit go and you're like fuck it Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna like write this because like this is the truth and like this is shit I know and I feel like when you really just like let go of the pressure and like the need and the like that yeah. and it like makes totally. you so attractive yeah. and I think that's the difference because I don't have anything to lose with writing I've just been like pitching you know I've been pitching the story I was pitching the story to if I'd had the actor's approach of like I've been actor for 12 years I should be much further on than I am approach I would have I wouldn't have pitched these things yeah. so I'm like oh mm-hmm. I'm not ready I'm not enough um but it's just uh so yeah it's like this weird infectious thing where I'm like ah whatever we'll see and I did not have I love that at all I'm so I'm so bogged you know and and at that point especially I was like fuck (laughs) it was so so grim and I I think yeah I mean I think we're quitting it I I was like literally lying here yesterday I was like I I need to quit again (laughs) 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 I just yeah the industry the way it treats you is just it is like I mean I'm speaking from a person that's been in an abusive relationships it is an abusive relationship it's this thing of like oh tomorrow it'll treat me better oh I got a nugget oh I got a little nugget nice yeah. nice nice um, and then and then tomorrow it shits all over you and then you're still there it's like a real 
Oh God, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. mental capacity that you guys have to deal with being an actor. But it's just like when, when you get, you know, when when it happens for you, it's just so bizarre. It's so up and down. Like I was speaking to um someone that's an outlander about this. Just about that's the name of this episode. 100%. <laughs> um, you know, it's like um, you know, she's got quite a big part in it and stuff, and it's like she'll go home, you know, people think it's a thing and it's not really a thing because you're still experiencing. And I look at those people that have got um, huge success and I'm like, oh, you're sorted, you can't possibly understand, you know, what it's like to me. But they have the same imposter syndrome that we do, just in a different, weird way. Yeah. Which is so, it's like, oh God, all right, so it never ends. Interesting. It never <laughs> ends. And like, think of the people who are like, oh my god Joanne is in Outlander like your recurring role throughout the series like people are like she is fucking like honestly I it like just so you know I'm like oh my god she's fucking set she's fucking set for life man no but But that's not how it is yeah I I went to breakfast for with a producer friend of mine yesterday and I was like she was like you're you're killing it and I was like I'm not killing it <laughs> like people keep thinking that like oh no it's so weird because obviously you have so much time in between jobs as well yeah because like, when did you film Outlander uh 20 the, January 2021 oh wow yeah so it feels like forever to you yeah, it's nearly been but two- everyone else is seeing everything now and they're like wow yeah so it yeah. just is that in between. So interesting. Roller to come, roller comes from Tacoon, baby. <laughs> baby. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think about putting it all, all the time. It's just, just when you get like a little nugget of something, yeah. something else goes awry. And um, yeah, like la- last week I was in, a, uh, I was doing a convention. That's why I'm here because I was doing a convention in Seattle. She's doing a uh, convention, like tours, like convention tours of Outlander, like in the states and in Canada. Oh, oh so no. that's cool. Oh, so like Comic-Con, but make it just out right under, yeah. yeah, which is incredible. Wow. And, you know, it's so wild that, I mean, I've never done anything like that before. The other, you know, people have done it, but it's like just seeing, and for the fans, like that's when they get to all meet, like they're all good friends. And yeah. that's where the, like the convention circuits where they get to meet and they all have this shared like genuine people's lives have been changed because Diana Gabaldon sat down one day and wanted to see if she could write. That was that was her thing that she was like, maybe I could write something. That's like you. Well, not quite Diana Gabaldon, but yes, yeah, it's theory. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's, you know, written all these, and it was written like 30 years ago. So these people have been like fans of the books for like 30 years. Yeah. Um, and now are like fans of the series and yeah, and some of them Aww. are just so lovely Happy and just having like um like real care for you know how you're doing and, yeah. and, and real care for how you got to that point in your career. Like, oh god, they were so nice. I do more in a heartbeat because we're just so so lovely. Lovely yeah. people. Yeah. Cause a lot of these people, they're like the they've been holding these characters like dear to their hearts. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking like how weird that this the character that you play was created before or like around the time you were born and then you grow up to like you grow up and then you find out like you have to play a character that people have been envisioning for the entire span of your whole life yeah like I feel like that is that I was sitting there going (laughs) here quiet (laughs) yeah Um, it can go one of two ways right because like pay no pressure I've not had (laughs) 
I know. Thankfully, I've not had um, in, 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 in hate or anything. That's great. But it's definitely, you know, that has happened in the in the world of Outlander. Of course. Like, this is yeah. Not, you know, this character that, you know, she, you know, she doesn't look the way I think. And it's like, they're still a person and they're not in control of what they're casting. Totally. Also, yeah. yeah. And only Leonardo DiCaprio can choose what roles he get. I, yeah. You know, like that's it. Everyone else gets it. We don't, people are, people keep saying to me, like, oh, you've made like interesting choices. And I'm like, how many of those I'm not choosing. Honestly, yeah. I can like say, you know, if I get a script in and I don't, I don't like, I, I can say no and I have said no very minimally. But, um, generally don't get the parts unless you connect with them because you know it, it, it shows like if you're connecting with yeah them mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah, yeah. i mean not, that's not the that's not the path i've chosen that's the path that happens to yeah <laughs> it's a roller coaster am i yeah yeah, yeah. i love so. it every day is a winding road can we talk about like boys. like boys and crushes <laughs> and embarrassing stuff and best friends yeah. and oh have you ever had like a crush on set? Any uh, set, any crush. Yeah, more, any set. And like even in high school, like in a play. Oh, more in theater, I think. Because set, mm. you know, unless, because I, I guess I've never done anything that's been super, super long, 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 you know, like um, where you're in every episode of like mm-hmm. multiple seasons. Yeah. And um, also, I feel like there's more, there's, there's things things seem more at risk with that when you're on a film set somehow I don't know why it just seems more public and more yeah yeah yes definitely with um definitely oh I can't even talk Mm, yeah (laughs) definitely and like on theater did you have to kiss them yes I was gonna say I feel like I would be so susceptible to actually developing a crush on someone who I was supposed to have a crush on in the show or like like in a play or something because one I can't be an actress because I can't pretend so if I was acting and they were like oh you're supposed to have a crush on this person and it was coming off that I did it's because I do because if I didn't I would be like this no for for me I would get weird as soon as my crush kicked in on the actor that I was playing with and then he playing <laughs> and then he started giving me crush eyes and it was actually fake. I'd be, I don't it's even confusing. I'd be like, oh no, what's oh, going on? No. I wouldn't be able to act. I would have to not have a crush in yeah, order to really be able want, to act. You really want a rehearsal room and a cast where no one has a crush on anyone. But what always happens in those rooms, I've been in those rooms and you're like, oh my God, there's nothing going on here. How unusual. No one has anything going on. And then you're like, like it would be two months after and they're like, oh yeah, we were totally fucking. Because you're like with, you become a family, you're with each other eight hours a day for rehearsals. And then like every, like, you know, afternoon, evening for like performances, it's a lot. And then it's tricky because if I was talking to my ex, I would have been like, there's no feelings involved whatsoever. There's everyone's watching. There's no, <laughs> there's, you, you don't develop a crush because it's just it's so, um, it's so um, choreographed, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Like- because he ended up leaving me because I was an actor and couldn't deal with that stuff. So, oh, wow. Thing. But he had, a, he had an ex that was an actor. And, like, and also he's weak. <laughs> <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah I mean it's a really I understand and even actors find it difficult like yeah still it's still because I think that actors find it diff- 
I think people on the outside find it difficult they do because they don't understand or maybe they do actually understand and they <laughs> might be right because there's a bit of you especially in stage because you're doing it so long there's a bit of you that has to kind of find find something you've got to find the thing that you're attracted to in that person and also just kind of makes it more fun it's just like it yeah um you know within a bit obviously that leads to massively blurred lines which clearly we have experienced um but yeah I think in like a healthy way it can be one of those things that's never really like talked about which is quite fun sometimes and um, but then sometimes someone does talk about it and then everything's <laughs> ruined <laughs> but yeah I've, I've definitely definitely had that and um it makes the job more fun yeah. I bet it's um, like having yeah. a fresh at work yeah it's ha- it's like, having a, like oh, work. has it ever like led to like drama or yeah can we hear about it or is it too Uh, close to home it's too it's too close to i mean there's one that's like a long long time ago but this person is still with their girlfriend that they were with at that time (laughs) those secrets will remain secrets yeah um but yeah there's yeah there's definitely there's definitely lots of that and even yeah like when you think there isn't anything going on there's always something going on yeah 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 um yeah I mean like in the cast in sight in sight actually and we can totally cut this if you don't want to talk about this but 10 years ago when I studied abroad at Royal Conservatory of Scotland and you were dating someone at the time who I so when I went to RCS it was like fucked up <laughs> because they were on, you guys were on a trimester system, right? It yes. was trimester and we were on a semester system. So when I got, like, we start school here, like, like at the end of August or like the beginning of September yeah. and there it was like the last week of September. Anyway, anyway, basically I was a part of Joanne's class for like the first month and a half and then they were like oh well we start our rehearsals for the show that's going to happen when you guys are gone so now you have to go to the first years and we were like "Uh, okay and it was just kind of like fucked up on their behalf but anyway we got to know more people Mm -hmm. which was sick it was chill um but you were dating someone at the time and who was in the class that was younger than you and him and this girl would always be hanging out and flirting Mm -hmm. and my friend Nora and I at the time were like, seems like something's going on there. <laughs> yeah. And something didn't it, didn't it, didn't ended it. up going on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So wow. sometimes you're yeah, like yeah. theater school or like those environments can allow for, again, the blurred lines. So they can be like, oh no, we're just like actors. And like, we're in the same acting class. And like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. our chemi- It's just chemistry when we're together doing our projects. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, but the chemistry <laughs> keeps happening as soon as you guys leave too. I remember yeah. I pulled, I, we were at a club once and I had to, um, both of them, my partner, my boyfriend was chattering <laughs> up against this girl on top of my coat. And I remember pulling my coat out from underneath them and being like, oh, you're fine, I'll just go home. <laughs> and, and I'm still with the guy. It was oh, awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was awful. And then, he, yeah, I mean, the things he called me because I thought that might be it's not fun not fun yeah i like to talk about it but i'm sorry they're all doing very well yeah (laughs) it's crazy that's another thing i mean that this is in no way related but um 
another thing that's weird about this shit is that like you'll see um like I went into a, a shop the other day not the other day that that makes it in time I went to a shop at one point in my life <laughs> and um was looking at the magazines like that just passed by and I'm like there's two people on the front of the magazines there's two people I've had sex with <laughs> isn't that crazy that's um, fucking insane because something that is very different in the UK and in, like UK and in Europe that isn't a thing here is like acting is way more respected in the arts like if you go to acting school in the UK and like in Europe it's like oh like and you can succeed like that can take you that actually can put you on a path somewhere where here it's like why'd you spend your money on art school nobody knows where you went no one cares you know it's like yeah it's like it's a weird um it's like a a horrendous stamp of approval there like yes which which, um because a lot of like casting directors like well maybe not so much anymore because it's just I think we're realizing the bigger picture of those schools sometimes being inaccessible and like in terms of like yeah. the, the fees and stuff um I mean I was Scottish and I went to a Scottish school so I got my fees paid for me yay Ooh. and you're from also Joanne is from Glasgow yeah like oh, okay, in the cool. city where the yeah, school so that was like my home but um yeah I think but then I've, I've audited and, and, and done a few classes here in LA and people have asked me about that because they've been like oh my god you went and did like a th- I know you did a three-year degree right I did four years four years yeah fuck. I mean but I guess yeah you're right it's like this weird drama school it's just it's a very it's definitely thought over there yeah um and they were like oh that means you know you you that must mean you're a certain level of actor and I'm like yes the second you graduate but I graduated you know what 2014 so like I graduated a long time ago and I've maybe went to like a few acting classes in the meantime because but then the culture here is you're meant to be like going to these acting classes and keeping like, keeping your hand in. That's what I well, Erica's like, I'm mm. like, yes, you're right. But I, I just was like, I'm gonna do groundlings and improv shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're like straight acting, that's what people do. Right. So then I'm like, you're you're keeping the skill up. I ain't like I can't remember the stuff that I let. You know, I'm now relying on just the things that actually stuck with me as opposed to actually pushing you know myself on a daily basis which a lot of actors in it but then they're doing that because they didn't have the the ground you know what I mean yes you know it's very I I don't think that one is better than the other necessarily yeah um I think it's just a different way to get to them but then in the UK is it is like a stepping stone to get an an agent and if you've got a good age there's some things that are only sent to the good agents or the top three yeah oh wow yeah, so so that's that's really tricky. Yeah, yeah. Did you get your agent from your showcase when you? Um. So I had an agent, a Scottish agent, when I was at when I was at drama school. I just when I was like eighteen, wrote to someone. I was like, please like me. <laughs> and um, so I, was, I had an agent. I was working like when I was at drama school, which is something that RCS let you do, and most other drama oh. schools don't, which makes a big difference because then you leave and you're like, oh, I know these people, and yeah. these people know me, and mm-hmm. you know, um, and then. I wasn't right. I didn't write to any agents for my showcase. I was like, I'm very happy with my situation. I love her. I have no issues. And then at showcase, I ended up getting 10 meetings and 10 offers. Wow. And I was wow. like, that same energy, you know, going back to like, <laughs> yeah. I don't 
need this. Yeah, maybe I should move because they didn't have a base in London and, you know, things were, I'd seen everybody in Scotland and stuff. So I was like, maybe I should. Yeah, so I moved to another agency, which is one of the top three. I was with there for four years and then moved to another agency, also one of the top three. So I've, wow. I've been able to, I've been fine. But it, yeah. I mean, I've not been fine. But um, yeah, I know, well, God knows what's happening now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's all up in the air. Yeah. 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 Never get too comfortable. <laughs> I mean, you just don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah, totally. I mean, like if we if you would have <laughs> been told 10 years ago, like, oh, you're gonna write this pilot and like it's gonna, you know what you've yeah, been like, yeah, what the so, fuck? No, yeah. that's I'm not a writer, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So boys, boys, boys. Boy! Um, can I okay. I like to go into embarrassing stuff. So can you if, like do you have any like really like horribly embarrassing like first date stories or like people you hooked up with that it's embarrassing or like you did something on a whim that was like wow I I have I have two I have have a small one um because I I was in love with a guy from LA right which is why I'm here I introduced me to this world then broke my heart and so then LA to reclaim the place and I had a spreadsheet for dates <laughs> because I need to separate all different chads because there's a lot of chads I need to know if it was 25 year old chad 28 year old there was one guy called Ali who um fair enough called Ali whatever um then and I met him and he was like um and then and, and his ten and his tinder the last the last slide was Aladdin right and I'm like that's cool. Wait, don't tell me you had a date with this guy. No, God, no. But I, I, I remember this because you went to. I anyway, yeah. I'll let you finish. And then I was like, oh, okay. And I met up with him. He was like, it's fine. I went back to his um uh, apartment, and um we were like in his bedroom, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, can I put on Aladdin? And I was like, okay. Sure, I was like, I've never seen it. <laughs> no shame, no shame. He has a Disney king. We're not shaming Disney king. kinks. It's just, it's coming full circle. That's why I'm shocked. We've we've, yeah, no, we've discussed. If you're in the house, I think no big deal. No big deal. But I no mean, deal. Oh, but anyway, I didn't anyway, okay. even I didn't get that far because basically Aladdin was on, it was on in the background, and then we started to get like a little frisky. And the lights were out, it was just Aladdin, the glow of Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Someone okay, what's crazy is someone in that guy's life was like. Aladdin is hot like he he learned to play up this character and he was getting into character for you yeah he was the he was Prince of Ali Ababa I mean it was all it was all going so well um and then then that happened he was on top of me and then like I just I couldn't probably see him but like I just felt this like drip on my face and I was like Uh. what is going on and then I just kept going. Anyway, and then it turned out he had had a nosebleed. Oh my <laughs> god! We flew too high in the magic carpet. <laughs> oh my god! He was bleeding all over my face. And then I, in that moment, was obviously like, okay, roll reversal. If I was bleeding from here all over his face, I would want you to be kind and courteous and try and make me feel nice. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is exactly what I did. And I was like, 
dude, that's okay, that's okay. I mean, I wasn't feeling what was going on anyway. So I was pretty, I was quite happy. And then we tried, yeah. we tried to keep it going. And I was like, I think I'm gonna get an Uber if that's okay. And um, which I was really proud about that time because I had no, I had I had no voice at that point in my life. Right, right, right. Um, this was like you developing yeah, your voice. The, like a the blood <laughs> to my voice. I was like, oh, I think I might have, you know, I think I might have my own opinion. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to part of this. Yeah, <laughs> sir. And if I didn't kill me, which was nice of him. Absolutely great. Um, Always a plus. I mean, that was like my my small story. And but my, I think my major, major, major big thing was again broken hearted. Um, I met a guy in uh, Glasgow that was from 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 somewhere. I won't say where, but he was living in Hawaii. I met him in Glasgow. I met him in Edinburgh on two dates, and then after the second date, he was like. Do you want to come to Hawaii? And I was like, fuck yeah. At the time, I was also seeing a guy from Texas um, who um, wanted me to go to Texas, but I'd have to pay. And oh, I was like, Texas. No. And Hawaii, you didn't have free. to pay? Yes. He was, it was his airman. Absolutely. I said, say, book the ticket right in this moment. Hawaii. Okay. Huge. So yeah. for 10 days, I went, I was going to Hawaii, right? But I, on the way, I hadn't pooped in two days beforehand. Right? So I was really contemplating. And you know how, you know how, um, like planes, planes. planes are not good. Planes, I feel you. This is know. my oh, absolute we- worst thing. So I was like a giant, giant balloon. I came off of this plane and this guy picked me up at the airport and he had a lovely little pickup truck and he had like Hawaiian like patterns on the, on the roof of it. Oh. And I was like, this is fun, but I'm going to vomit. <laughs> like I, we were like going, and it was in the middle of a rainforest. It was in Maui. It was in the middle of the in rainforest. Like Hana? On Maui. Yeah, in Hana, like the road yeah, to Hana. Yeah, the road to Hana. We did all the road to Hana, but we did eventually do that. But this, we were just going into like the volcano, not into the volcano, but like into like the site of the volcano where he, where he lived. So we were like driving and I was like, I'm going to vomit. Like I'm going to, it's coming out of here. It's coming out there. I don't know where it's coming out of. It's like, <laughs> so we don't know. But I couldn't, I just met this guy. I was like, I don't know how to communicate this. Anyway. <sighs> But I'm like, it's fine, I'll get in, I will poop somewhere at some point. And I walk, we walk into his, so he was staying in his friend's like guest house, which is a huge, huge guest house. And then we walk in and I'm like, this is all open plan. And then not only was this open plan, but the toilet was like, a, a toilet had walls, but the walls didn't go all the way up to the ceiling. <gasps> no, 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 no. Oh, oh God. He has to tell you that before you go to wine. Right? And I was like, whatever happens in there, whatever is coming out of me in there is also coming coming out in here. Like, Ah! (laughs) it's not good. So I was like, okay, okay. And I was like, I would be panicky. And then the next day we went out just to meet his friend and I didn't have, I didn't put any mosquito spray on. I didn't realize it was a thing. Mm. Um, We were out for literally five minutes. And my entire like, oh my god, mosquitoes! I've got one right now. Like, so oh yeah, um, mosquitoes love me. They love Scottish blood. No, 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 no. And and my my legs swelled up to like twice their size. I had bruises all over them. Oh and this poor god. man, I couldn't move. I couldn't put. Um, I was lying. He put this thing behind me, and he was like rubbing cream on my legs for the first like four days. Oh my! And then god. eventually, I had to communicate that I I, I was. And I, I was full of shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I can't go anywhere because I don't know when this is going to happen. And then it was like, it was like, it was our child because it was like, I would walk up, I would leave this flat and go up to the through the rainforest at night with a head torch on, 
to go and try and put in another toilet. In the woods! Oh. <laughs> and another toilet. There was like an outside toilet. They are. And I'd come back and be like, nope, nope, didn't happen. And then there was this one night, we promised each other that we wouldn't say I love you, right? Because we were both broken hearted. This is what, this is not what it was for. We were just trying to go over our exes, right? So I, um, I there was one night where I was like, it's happening. It's happening. Oh my God, it's happening. Oh, it's you're happening. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And he put this jacket on me and everything. He put my head torch on. And it was just such a lovely moment that felt like I was going to go and give birth to our child. And I was like, thank you so much. I love you. And I left. And then I was like, oh my God. And I had to do this full walk of shame through the rainforest with my pregnant belly, thinking, I just told this strange man that I love him. He didn't say it back. And now I'm trying to poop surrounded by geckos. Like, and and again, and poop. It was all for nothing. <gasps> and I came back, and we just didn't talk about it. And then the next day, we had to speak about it. And um, but then I had sex on top of a volcano. Oh my god! Eventually, I put, he went and got prune juice. Then he went to work one day. I had a way all the time, oh. and it was all. We went, we went and had sex on top of a volcano. Drove down, and then watched my TV debut. <gasps> oh my god! It was so nice. And I then know. they watched Aladdin. And then watched Aladdin. <laughs> I was bled all over. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And we like he wow. totally healed each other. He after that trip, um, I I did him so good that um, <laughs> he had a really bad back, and I did him so good that I healed his back. Oh! And then he decided that he could go back to um, where he was from, and he didn't have to be in Hawaii anymore because we genuinely healed each other. It was so lovely. Wow! Then we, we, we decided not to speak um, on WhatsApp or anything anymore, and exclusively to write letters to each other. <gasps> we did that for a while. Then he even a girlfriend, and and I. We didn't need it anymore. Yeah, nice. nice. Wow. wow. That sounds Love that's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. I, you guys went through a lot. We just yeah. I guess I, oh, God, I don't so know good. if I know about the pooping story. Because, excuse me, Joanne was like in LA and then went to Hawaii and then left. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. you never thought that. Yeah. Brief. yeah. Dude, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I do want to go back to the Aladdin bit because what I can't get over <laughs> is like, the fact that the like the moment when the genie hits the screen, I that is boner yeah. to me, and I just can't understand that. So I, I just don't think we got that far. I think the bleeding happened before. Wow! You wow, do. that's I early. <laughs> I think they didn't make it past like intro credits. Yeah, it sounds like that is like hilarious. he was still stealing bread. Yeah, he was still stealing. Bread. <laughs> it was the it was the they were the guys were going into the mouth of the tiger rock or whatever. Oh yeah, to oh. get the lamp, to get the lamp. Like the yes. genie, the genie was about to yeah not make his grand entrance. I know exactly. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it was still playing when we were having the conversation about leaving as well. Like, totally. You guys, there is no way it turned off. He, he did not want to pause his no. favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he prefaced it like in his profile with Aladdin and then it was like oh you were really serious about this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. maybe we're like honestly you this might be really educating someone on the apps like if I ever see someone with like uh I don't know Aristocat Lion King, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be like Mm-mm, I like cats not that much not, not that much <laughs> wow Thank you. That's that is very <laughs> Yeah. You have, I know that you're like chock full of a lot of stories. Oh, there's a lot more that came from. Do you guys have, do you guys have any other, uh, any other questions for Joanne that you prepared? I feel like we covered my questions. 
Yeah. Okay. I, we just wanted to know a little bit about working a little bit of flirts and mix, yeah. combine those two. Ooh. I love that. Yeah, that's my favorite combination, to be honest. And you yeah. have it. Okay, so going back to your uh, high school bully, what's mm-hmm. she up to? Yeah, do you know? Do you keep track? Oh, oh, of course she does. She's so boring. She's still jealous of you. Wait, <laughs> she what? I missed it. She has a lot of children. Oh, that sucks. I know. Okay, so we're all in the same but also, so I was like, am I being a bitch? No one's talking. But also, <laughs> children are cool, and we respect people who have children. Exactly. I sure. wanted to point that out. No, I'm just kidding. I do. Kids are cool. Um, personally, do I want a lot of children? No. <laughs> Sounds like my absolute worst freaking nightmare. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we But I I mean I hope she's happy. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe she maybe you know what? Maybe having so many children has softened her heart a bit because undoubtedly those children are going to face some sort of bullying. And I hope that she learns those lessons. Sometimes you don't learn your lessons yourself and you have to learn them through other people that you love so maybe she's I'm sure with that many kids I I don't know how many but a lot seems like three to four plus so maybe she's just gotta get it together that way yeah yeah I agree we all have to learn things sometimes the hard way sometimes a couple times sometimes a lot of times Mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't see it yeah 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 and are you you're you are living in glasgow that yes. is like your main yes. central base now yeah. is that where you film yes mm, cool yeah. is that where outliner was filmed mm-hmm. oh fuck mm-hmm. wow yeah cumbernauld cumbernauld so yeah. what are the boys like in glasgow Glasgow. Uh, should Ma- should Megan go there to flirt or no? I'm definitely I'm definitely going to the UK to flirt next great. year at some point. They're not. I mean, it depends because you can get like some real Scottish rugged like oh yeah, um, like beard killed. I think <laughs> women. They've time traveled like an Outlander. Hey, yeah. You guys, big Calvin Harris fans? Not really. Not really. <laughs> oh yeah, he's Scottish, isn't he? Uh-huh. Oh. Had no Megan just or Erica just thought Megan was just asking a question you <laughs> like Calvin Harris I really did I was like okay turn it down we get it you're obsessed with DJs oh are you no no well I mean I would kiss Calvin Harris and if he looked the way that he used to look and wasn't famous I could totally pull him <laughs> a lot of if he was uglier and not famous I could absolutely get him maybe one night at the club <gasps> totally now okay. never say never justin bieber never say never justin bieber i, I heard bieber Bebe. remember bieber did you have bieber did you have bieber yeah did you have the site bieber was before facebook no oh. like social media yes no we had my myspace you also have myspace bieber um uh, once it had been that stopped ceasing to trade or whatever the fuck, someone bought it and then turned it into a wall of dicks. Does this mean it? Where you could just draw each other dicks. That was what the site was. UK loves <laughs> private parts. Oh my god! I've seen Naked you guys are. Oh my god! I've heard of it. I've never seen it because you can't watch it in There's, America. What's Naked Attraction? 
just show like a vagina yes yeah. dude, dude, dude. let me describe this to you because last time joanne was megan has here. told me about this megan has told oh me my this. god last time joanne was here because joanne had her laptop so she had like you know the ip address whatever so we could watch naked attraction and joanne was telling me about it, it was like what so basically it's a dating show where there's one person and uh, who is like trying to find their mate whatever fully right? dressed yeah this the one person huh. picking is fully dressed in the beginning and then oh there are there's like five different like screens like like screens that like come down so you're like seeing the shadow of these naked people so at first it like the screen comes up to like just like the knees right so you're just like seeing everyone's like knees down and then you, and you have to pick up, and I'm, then you I'm a big eliminate someone based off of that and so then it and then it goes all the way up <laughs> So it might stop like right before. Oh no, it goes all the way up. It goes all the way up. How strange is that? And so this is how people like decide. And then it goes to there and then it goes to there and then it like goes to there. And so each round you eliminate someone purely based off of their genitalia, their physical appearance. And then at the- Eventually their voice. They say, they ask them a question at the end. Yes. And on the voice. And the final choosing, the person who's picking has to come out naked. Yes. And they are, and then three of them stand there naked, where one naked person chooses between the other two naked people, and then they walk off into the sunset with a little butt. Isn't it naked? Crazy how this is legal. Well, the United States is very weird about body parts. And they talk about like like labia, and they talk about like um, different sizes of butt, and they talk about like sexual things. But they, they they educate you with little like infomercial things of like. And um, little cartoons of wow things. yeah okay that's actually cool because there's a lot of yeah well i mean it's very problematic it's very problematic, yeah but also I, I have i am like 50 50 on like what why do i feel about this it's like so I, okay because part of it they do try to preach body positivity but ultimately at least like the episodes i watched it was very just like and then you're picking someone just based off how they look and didn't turn out good for them yeah Yeah. i mean to be expected i feel like never has anyone just picking physical attributes it's like you literally don't know what they're like at all yeah you could be a greek you could be like i picked a greek god and they could be terrible obviously probably are Oh my yeah, god, yeah, I heard they go out for a date fully clothed, and then you see that person's style and how they choose to clothe themselves, which is also that's so and act so much more important to me. Like, how do you present yourself? How do you present yourself? Yeah, that also is like meeting someone at a wedding or in Las Vegas or something. Mm. And at a club if they're if they're, they're Calvin Harris. Hey, what did you say? <laughs> Calvin Harris. If you meet yeah. Calvin, it's like meeting Calvin Harris in uh, Vegas. And, you know, everyone looks swaggy in a suit, but then all of a sudden, yeah. randomly wearing sandals. That's what, you know, <laughs> you make a really good point here, Megan. And I'm going to say guys on the dating apps love to post pictures of themselves at weddings almost exclusively. Exactly. And they always look handsome as fuck. And they then you meet them in real life. And I'm like, it's that. It's that commercial of the guy when his V-neck turns into a U-neck. Yeah, you look comfortable. <laughs> um, that's, and it's like, 
okay, you showed me pictures of yourself at your absolute, I'm like, I know it's a dating app and we all post our pictures of ourselves looking like better as, as best as we possibly can. But like, I'm not a bridesmaid in every photo, but you're a groom. Mm-hmm. You're literally <laughs> well, at a wedding. You're literally <laughs> at a wedding. So I don't you're post- trying to trick me into being like, I'm picturing us getting married. <laughs> <laughs> But imagine if, imagine if I made my dating profile, me in weddings, just swipe, 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 holding a bouquet that no one would, the boys would be scared of me. Oh my God. That would be literally psycho, but they know what they're doing to us. Because like you said, I'm picturing you picturing our lives together. What you would look at my wedding. What you I'm just going to do all that. photos of me in white, but like out yeah. in the world, just yeah. to trick them. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Is, uh, is it better to have a picture of you in a suit at a wedding or better of a picture of Aladdin? <laughs> <laughs> wedding. Wedding, 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 wedding wins. So I know we had updates too, because we talked about, Megan, did you talk about going on a date in our last one? Uh, I didn't. So that's my update. You didn't go. I didn't go on a date. I figured out that I didn't like the boy that I had been texting so much lead up F just set some background. I was texting this guy for like three weeks because we just couldn't figure out a time to hang out. And he seemed so cool. And we seemed like we were going to be so into each other. I said hello to him and he immediately was like, no, like he was into you, huh? Uh, he give off like, so what happened was, I don't know. I definitely wasn't being as open as I think he expected me to be based on our conversation. And he did kiss me because he had, was like, remember he said, do you want to smooch? Yeah. And then, so we did, I wasn't into it at all. I, and I, that was coming off because like I said, I cannot pretend. So like he was like, oh, I was like, oh, you know, I know you said you didn't want to stay late. It was like 8.30. <laughs> and he was like, well, I can stay for like another half hour. And I was like, you know what? I'm pretty tired. Like, let's wrap this up kind of thing. And so he was like, okay, I'll, I'll go. And so then um, we walked outside and we were saying goodbye. And he gave me like a long hug. And there was like a lingering moment where I think he was waiting for me to say like, that this was fun. Let's do this again. And I didn't say that. And I was like, nice to meet you. And then he left. And then like, I didn't, I was like, should I text him? I was like, I'm, I don't want to text him. I'm not into him. Next day I came around. I was like, I still don't want to text him. Like I just, I felt nothing. And then that Tuesday he texted me like first thing in the morning, he goes, Hey, it was super nice to meet you. I don't think we're a match. And I was like, okay, duh. But like, and I'm not doing this. This is not my ego talking, but I really was like, I feel like if I wanted if I was like, Hey, do you want to do that again? He probably would have been like, yeah, but it was just, I just, I cannot like when I'm not into it, I've gone on dates for three full hours and then said, see you never because I just can't, I don't mind like hanging out and chatting with people, but the fact that like when I had to even kiss him, I didn't enjoy yeah. And I felt, it felt very obligated for me. Like I was like, I'm dating. I'm going to get out there and date. And then I went on the scene and I was like, I'm going to stay at home with my cats nah. <laughs> every night. Nothing is worse than when someone leans in for a kiss and you don't want them to. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I, like, there was, he was fine. He was a very nice guy. He was not like hideous, you know, by any means. He was like a 
regular cute guy. It's like, but it, I, wasn't there. it was not there. And I just was like, oh, I've gotten myself into a predicament. This, these are the moments that I'm like, oh, I wish this was the, ep- the show next. And I could just. Yeah. Next. Well, I, I did that like almost like as politely as I could. Like, yeah. Yeah. He stopped kissing me and I was like, look at the time. Yeah. It's half past eight. Yeah. And you know yeah. what, Maddie, you are so good at that. I think a lot of girls, women have a prop, like it's more difficult for them because I feel like as women, as females, like growing up in this world, we, you know, we have to be polite and we have to be nice. Yeah. And so there are times where we like get into these situations where it's like, uh oh. I, just because I was nice to you, you know what I mean? Like, I thought I was someone for three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, who I, I, I had no enjoyment with. Whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And Several of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I really like, I don't know, one of, one of my strong suits is, and I honestly think I developed this not from dating, but from working as a waitress. Because oh. people want to engage you. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain level of like flirtiness you can be with customers or like friendly. And so I just learned to put up a certain barrier where like I'm exuding an energy that does not tell you it's okay to pass go. Like, yeah, I, it's something that I, I know when I'm doing it and it is like a very strong energy that people know, like, don't flirt with me because there would be girls that I work with all the time who are like, oh my God, so this guy or this girl said this to me. And I've had those experiences when I was like younger and a little bit newer and whatever. But like, as I got older and got used to like interacting with strangers over and over and over again, like, and I'm here to serve you, you just start to learn to like give off a different vibe that says like, I'm not going to fuck with this girl because she's nice and she's doing her job, but like, that is what she's here for. So like, I think that's where I developed that. So when I'm not feeling it, like I can be polite and hang out and I'm totally fine with that. But like, I, you know, that I'm not going to call you or text you. (laughs) They're like, there's no question in their mind. It's also like in your nature. And we've talked about this on the pod. Like when Maddie has made a decision about something, she makes it and she does it. Uh Like she rips it off, which is amazing. And so I know we three, but you know what it's a double-edged sword because what some people would call what I'm describing is being unapproachable (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like I don't think that's the case like I definitely don't feel like I'm unapproachable but some people see me and they're like I'm not getting away with anything with this girl so there's it's like not fun when they see you guys like good time Sally's this is gonna be so fun and then I'm like how come boys don't want to talk to me and then I'm like immediately my energy is stop do not enter the gates are up yeah the gates are up it's the Lizzie McGuire when she's the cartoon and it goes ching cha God, do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. That's me. I got I got a little bit more like that. I feel like as I got older, because I don't want to yeah. anyone on. So whenever I'm still making a decision about a guy, I am a little iffy. Like boys are literally like, I don't, I can't tell if you like me or not. And I'm like, I literally, I'm still. I don't know either. Turn it still out. Yeah. 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 
I just, we've talked about this too before on the podcast, uh, Joanne, just like, I'm obsessed though, when you meet someone and you're a magnet to them. And that's why I hate the dating apps because you don't get to feel that out. Like I love when you walk into a room and you just, there is a true, again, I think I'm a big energy person because like, you can just feel the vibrations of someone like that to me is a absolute drug, like want to shoot that feeling up. And so you can't gauge that on the apps. You're like, I think maybe, and like text is hard. You can be witty and funny and cool and polite over text. And it doesn't translate to real life, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 It's only, I've only had that feeling from the apps one time. Oh yeah. The guy. And then it didn't work out. Well, for all for the best, because we were like some facts about who uh it was like a year and a half ago what I don't remember this this is the guy who was was sober yeah Mm -hmm. the sober guy yeah and there was something there and then uh he was like if we keep going like he basically broke up we keep going I feel like I just can't be in a relationship right now I'm gonna mess it up if we keep going whatever blah, blah. It. um that's literally self well yeah it was like a love bomb situation kind of thing I also yeah. got the vibe that he was like newer in his sobriety right did yeah, you know for sure maybe like a, a few years a couple of years they're not super brand new mm-hmm. but anyway yeah. um yeah that was the only time that I've ever had that feeling and it didn't work out anyways so yeah it's it's really and I never yeah. really expected to have that feeling with him from his profile I went on what well, I've talked about this I feel like I've talked about this on the app or on the podcast that like I did not expect to get that feeling from him and then I was like yeah so out of all the dates that I've been on on the apps it happened one time I mean, based on everyone's stories here, the dating apps are just a, a roller coaster, which we've referenced a lot of roller coasters today and magic carpets. Yeah. So it's yeah. basically a wild ride. It depends it's what you're in it for because the only time I was in on dating apps was when I categorically never wanted a relationship ever again. Then yeah. I think that is what people on apps are doing like I think that's they 100 percent and Erica looks so tired <laughs> because <laughs> because I think girls generally speaking I've been on the apps through everything like I would say 25 to like 29 I was really uninterested in like actually finding someone now I'm interested in finding someone and because I'm trying to be more intentional I see Cause I'm actually like reading people's profiles when I'm swiping before I'd be like, cute, has a job, whatever, like very, very like low bar, yeah. you know, requirements. And now I'm like looking at their astrological sign. It usually can say if someone is like searching for a relationship, it can say they're not sure, which is like, you're not, or something casual. And so it's like a lot of people definitely use the apps as a casual thing, but then they're projecting like on their profile they'll be like I want to get to know I want to meet my dream girl and then it says like not looking for anything serious and so it's like stop tricking me let me read to you guys what I screenshotted of someone the other day who was on the app first round is on me if you are hot fit 
smart, adventurous, stylish, loving, kind, easygoing, humble, and goal-oriented! Exclamation point. Was the first thing hot? First thing. Wait, was read it. Read, thing read it again. Read the expectations one more time. First For the girl. Well, what, is he ugly? I need to know. Uh, no, he was handsome, but okay. I just screenshot the rest of it. Um, first round is favorite. on me. If you are hot, fit, smart, adventurous, stylish, loving, kind, easygoing, <laughs> humble, and goal-oriented. Ten things. Loving and kind so, are like the last. But you also you also have to be goal-oriented, high-powered, at oh. work, but also easygoing and spontaneous because you want to just pick up and leave at any time. And you need to this be is hot. The, this is the, this is with the guys who I love, a, I want to date. I want to marry a virgin who loves sex. That yes. is that. This, that is this man right here. Easy yeah. going and goal oriented. Do not go together. No, no they don't. Else. No, they don't. I mean, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so damn, okay. Not goal oriented though. You know can I mean? you screenshot that so we can put that on the, the reel for this episode? It. Okay. Yeah. So should we do our 30 flirty flail? It's yeah, let's do it. Yes. We always, we're always doing so good on time and then the end gets us. I know. This, this one, because we're always like, at the end, we're always like, okay, flirty, bye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's should start with our guest of honor. Yes, or should we do the opposite? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The dating app stuff got me fucked up. I feel fucked up. I know, Erica. I'm so sorry. I'm not well. The thing didn't work out. I'm a it's mess. Okay. And I'm very upset about it. And I feel as though I let something go that I shouldn't have. And you're listening to your gut. Hate myself. But also, it wouldn't have been fair because I still have exploring to do. And he's done all his exploring. He's the best guy in the world. And I'm praying like all divine I, timing, divine timing. All I can literally do to get through the day is be like, maybe we'll end up together. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but also like, you know, we all go through difficult stuff. And I think it's really important if you tell yourself that you're going to honor yourself and respect yourself and like do with all the exploring, even if it's scary, you should like really love yourself first before you like open yourself up to somebody else. And I, you know, sometimes I'm proud of you. I'm I'm really proud of you that what you're doing, what you're doing in both ways is hard, like honoring yourself and loving yourself. And then, uh, and then like being kind to the other person, but then you also opened yourself up to at least explore that option. Like you really are doing an eyes wide open situation and, and listening to your gut and doing the healthiest possible thing, which based on like your history of dating, like I can't even imagine, like if you would imagine telling yourself one year ago, what you're doing right now. Yeah. yeah, That's major growth. So you're definitely feeling 30 and maybe a little flailing. Flailing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I definitely feel both. I feel both. Um, I, flirty has died. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, fall that one up, Meg. John, Maddie, son. What's your Me? life? Yeah, I'm flailing, flailing, flailing. <laughs> you bad. Great, Thank you. Uh, well, physically, I'm hurting because. Oh my god! I haven't yeah. even asked you. 
how are you? Good. Uh, just sore, real sore, real sore. Last week was hard. Boobies. Yeah. I had some, they were redone. They were done before and then they had to get redone again. And it was way more intense this time. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm just like physically sore. And then like, while I was literally like laying on what felt like my deathbed last week, bad things were happening at work. And so it's just been not a fun work time for me whatsoever. And I have been like spiraling in my brain about work. So it's definitely a flail, but I handled it really well. So I guess that's 30 of me. There you go. And then just I no flirty is dead right now for me as well. So I can, I relate. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. The past couple weeks, I was like feeling incredibly flirty. Then this week I was like, okay, does anyone want to kiss? No. <laughs> um, so we'll see if it picks back up next week. Um, so feeling, but I'm still feeling flirty, just not as flirty as I was feeling. Just a little dim down. Yeah. Yeah. It was very intense last week. And then, um, and then I'm feeling 30 just because I feel like I've been doing a lot of stuff. Like I go to Pilates, I have my two softball leagues. I'm in two softball leagues. Um, I have been having my life together, but kind of falling apart, you know, always. <laughs> um, so I'm a little mix of all three. Okay. Um, but no specific. I love that. Yeah. yeah. A little dash of all three is like, okay. You know, yeah. Balance. Mm-hmm. That's, I would say, to be honest, I feel like it's almost ideal. Cause if you're not flailing, you're not funny. No, <laughs> I do not want to ever stop flailing. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write so many songs. Yeah, you yeah. are. I'm excited. This is like when I get excited when Taylor Swift has a breakup. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Julia and- Michaels just had a breakup too. So you're going to get such That's good true. stuff out of this. That's true. You are. Okay. <laughs> Joanne. Um, I am feeling over therapy. It's okay. I'm old. Oh, you don't look like it. Yeah, you don't. That's all. Okay. That- so Zoom is really parents. unforgiving, but when you were like, my skin my skin and I'm like I'm like this on zoom and you look angelic I have no makeup on right now because Erica yeah that's impressive if I didn't have makeup on you would know I usually don't wear makeup it's okay and I I'm so yes feeling over 30 and my um joints are sore from time to time (laughs) um and I make noises when I'm moon um and I'm, I feel a little flaily. I feel a little flaily. Although, again, it's like big picture stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. here because I was in a successful show. That's yeah. A good thing. But then yesterday I found out I did not get a job that I really wanted, yeah. which really made me sad. And mm-hmm. yeah. Spiral. So I didn't really, really thought sorry. that was going to be on my It's things that like really are like, feel like they're meant for you and then they're not and yeah amazing. so hard yeah. to like grasp yeah and then yeah like, here for two weeks and I need to like get some shit off the ground and like some people are not being very helpful with that and yeah. I'm like you know just like what yeah I just want people like a team around me and support and stuff and yeah that's not <laughs> um but yeah so it's just it's tricky yeah, yeah. I have confidence I have confidence. You need to have confidence. <laughs> Thank God. I need this is it. Why I feel like, like I, well, 
Yes. Oh my God. I love that. That is crazy. Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening at first. And I was like, either I started it. I know. <laughs> and that's improv. Yeah. That was successful improv. Uh-huh. All of us. And Maddie on the other side, she couldn't Cheering be part of it. And she went, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, literally. <laughs> that's how you do improv. <laughs> no, um, Awesome. Okay. Well, I think this is us saying goodbye to Joanne now. Yes. Um, goodbye. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, we just want to say thank you to Joanne for being on the podcast mm-hmm. so much. Um, is there anything you would like to promote, mm-hmm. plug, anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, handles, handles. Oh, handles, handles. My handle is uh, Joanne Thompson without a P. No P. No P. 22 mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter, please follow me there great content um i have very honest content and i like to shout at people on twitter which is always really fun but politely with a smiley face um because <laughs> that lulls them into false security um i also i have a i'm in a film that's coming at some point called kill which is really cool called um, kill kill okay cool yeah. scary spooky yes yeah, and then yeah i just um yeah yeah also watch this recent mo- yeah. like most recent season of outlander it's on, you can stars. See- it's on stars um your parents have an account ask them for their info for sure um and we'll link all of joanne's like twitter insta everything in our show notes so you can also find it there thank you joanne thank you if you liked this podcast like rate review subscribe for more 30 flirty flailing content follow us on instagram at 30 flirty flailing pod that's three zero flirty flailing pod and share a story and email us at 30 flirty flailing pod at gmail.com that's 330 flirty flailing pod at gmail.com okay bye Okay.